And welcome to Friday night's after show on Narrative. It's great to be with you tonight. LB is here and Greg Oliar is here. Hi, LB. How are you? I'm okay. I've been waiting for your <laughs> your spa week reveal, and this is this is it. Yeah. This is great. You look like you look amazing. This at me. is it. It sucks. No, <laughs> I, I am in a mood. My spa thing didn't happen the way it was supposed to happen, so I'm not happy. I this, still have the roots. I uh, still I look think amazing. my nails done. Yeah, I, you look amazing. The nails are great, and that's important to have. Thank Greg, God. how are you? Too? I did not have a spa week. I did yeah. not, but I'm good. I'm good. I, I have a drink, so that's all I need. So yeah, almost equivalent. Mm. Yeah. Oh, thank God. That opening I just played, someone pointed out that uh, Donald Trump's new uh, blog, got a new blog or whatever it's called, from the desk of Donald Trump, had a little promo reel. And the opening promo reel looks very similar, but not I quite as nice I as, as the narrative one. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm not don't sure what change. to do. I, no, don't, don't change. change. I think I should no, change. No, fuck him. I was like, is he, and is he really watching? Really? We're not going to yeah. change, <laughs> but welcome to the show. Anyhow, uh, we are going to talk about lots of interesting things. And, and interestingly enough about uh, the Republican Party tonight, there'll be lots of that. We'll be talking a little bit about the Moonies in a really strange way. And we'll be talking about Bill Barr, Rudy Giuliani, and everybody else in your circle, sir, who are in real trouble right now, <laughs> <laughs> legally and otherwise. So all of that is Everybody's coming up. Everybody's ratting you out. <laughs> yeah. you, maybe that's why he watches, so he figures out who's, who's ratting him out. So Greg, let's start off with Liz's Cheney and her, some people saying a, a portrait in courage. I, I don't know if I'm quite ready to go that far for her. No, it is impressive. I just think it's fascinating from a, a history happening in real time kind of way. Because what's happening right now is that the Republican Party is splintering. We know, what's the guy's name? Adam Kensinger said, most of the Republicans know that the big lie is bullshit. Most of them don't like this, but they feel like they have to go along with it because it's, it's a mafia. And that's what happens in, the, in a mafia. You have no choice but to go along with it. You have to go kiss the ring and eat the shit and take an, a selfie with the guy who insulted your wife and stuff like that. That's so what weird, happens. though. It's completely wrong. There's nothing true about this at all. Yes. So we know that there are people in the party, and not just in the party, that are active members of Congress of the Republican Party who know that this is bullshit. Probably most of them know that it's bullshit, but what they don't have is someone who's a leader to, to stand up and say, guys, what the hell? Emperor, naked. And look, I know the deal with Liz Cheney. People are like, oh my God, her father is like Darth Vader. And like, yeah, who else's father was Darth Vader? Fucking Princess Leia. That's who. <laughs> Fucking Luke Skywalker. It worked out okay. He's everyone's that's father. Where, that's where they get the power from. Duh. Okay? So because of who her father is, because his her father is Dick Cheney, who doesn't give a fuck about anything, by the way who will yeah. say whatever the fuck he wants, especially now that he's a million years old. And he's still yeah. very active. He's still a big, powerful force yeah. in, in politics, in behind the scenes. He still does a lot of weird things. So he's still playing but dark, she, you know. She doesn't need to fucking kiss Trump's ring. She doesn't have to. She has her own... You know, she has her own ring. She has her own ring. You know, Stalin had his own stuff going on in World War II, and we weren't like giving him a purity test to go fight Hitler. We were like, you want to fight Hitler with us? Great, let's go kill Hitler. That's right. what we did in World War II. And this is what is happening now, okay? Somebody had to stand up and this. say, this is wrong, guys. We're a democracy here. What you guys are doing is wrong. And that person is her, and it's been her for a while. 
Now it's come out this week, I forget who reported it, that that whole thing where all of the defense secretaries came out and yeah. said the thing about the, yeah, from that here, this is her. from the New Yorker. So yeah. she was the one who got yeah. them all together. That's mm-hmm. right. Including um, her father, so Jim Mattis and others. This. Yeah. Now, again, it might, this might be pure cynicism and opportunism from her. I don't know. And I don't care. Let her be opportunistic. Great. <laughs> uh, he, he, honestly, she's putting a lot of, she is gambling her entire career on this. That's what she's doing. And she's betting, and I agree with her, that the people in this country actually do prefer democracy than being ruled by an orange Mussolini from goddamn, as somebody tweeted, Sad Vegas, in which is Mar-a-Lago. That video of Trump, like, rambling on about the election when there's 20 people there half clapping (laughs) and the best part of that video is the musicians are like there's the guy in the back with the cowboy hat playing the bass you can see the thought bubble when is this fucking guy going to get off the stage i know they're used to it they're like yeah they're like we're in a groove here so i'm digressing but the point is liz cheney right now for better or for worse she's the one who is making the stand the unfortunate thing is that she's in the House and not the Senate. If she was in the Senate, yeah. then she could really make some noise because she could just join the Dems for a week and fuck everything up. Wouldn't that but be something? From the House, now what we're seeing is she's getting thrown out of leadership because that conniving little dumbass, Elise the Tracy Flick. <laughs> homely Tracy Flick from up here in upstate New York. I'm sorry. She and Devin Nunes look so much alike to me that it's uncanny. Like I feel like they could, they could switch and each go and drag and no one would know um, for, for weeks. It's, so, I think you might um, be right there. Actually, we should, we should do a little uh, head transfer really, and see what it looks it's, like. It's really amazing. So I wrote one of the first things I wrote on my prevail Substack, which everybody please sign up for subscribe. Thank you. When it first launched, I wrote a thing that Elise Stefanik had screwed herself by joining the Trump people. And I read that piece over today and I was like, wow, I got this totally wrong because she didn't screw herself. She won her election. She's now in league with the devil. And these people mm-hmm. are fucking evil. And she's not anybody. Her father is not Darth Vader. Her father is Mr. Stefanik. I don't know who he is. Mm. She's calculating, Uh, though. She's done a good job getting here. She knows better. And she's thrown her lot in with these guys. And now it's her against Liz Cheney. And I I don't know what's going to happen. It may be that that Liz gets whatever. But when the war is over, at least Stefanik ain't taking out Dick Cheney's kid. It ain't happened. It's not happening. Know? Yeah, I feel like the I, I told my son, I don't know, a couple of months ago, I'm like, Liz Cheney's going to be the nominee in 2024. And if she's not, then the country's fucked, frankly. Because people. I don't okay. think she's going to be. She might yeah. be without a party it, by then. This is, this is it. This is, it's all on the line now. And I, what's going to happen is, assuming that justice comes, that we we're all waiting for, kind of impatiently, assuming that the people who did the treason get, you know, charged with the treason and the sedition and the insurrection like they should be okay four years from now or three and a half years from now the landscape's going to look very different and anybody that is tinged with trump is going to be a non-starter that's what i think that's what i hope happens god knows there's so many MAGA people that are brainwashed in the country lord knows but if that's what happens who in the republican party was courageous and stood up for what's right 
Nobody. Her. She's the only one. I think it's Literally, even more, it's more terrifying than that because it's feel, I feel like the Geo is the drunk kid at school that you got into the car with and now he's driving crazily and off, careening it off the edge of a mountain or something and you can't stop him. I mean, that's like the, the idea of the GOP right now. There's an out of control force and even you know all of us are sitting there reasonably saying hey you guys are believing a lie you're believing a lie you can't be doing this but they're still going off they're, they'll just drive off their cliff because that's but, what they that's, intend to do they want to drive the entire democracy off the cliff and they they're not interested analogy. in pursuing it that's a great analogy and what liz cheney is doing right now is driving up and saying guys i have a minivan and i haven't <laughs> had a drink in three days get the <laughs> yeah. fuck in. Get into so my car yeah. will they get in i don't know but somebody had to do this. Somebody had to I do didn't, it. I thought maybe at one point it would be Ben Sass. I thought and Ben Sass, if he did this three years ago, would be president right now. But he's a fucking coward. So that's it. Well, I, mean, I, I thought maybe people are with them. Rubio. I think the American people are with these guys. I don't think that they're surprised by this. They, they want the, the car to drive off the cliff. But it's incumbent. One of the things that the politicians have to do, the successful politicians have control of the narrative. They are able to tell people hey, this is, that's what Liz Cheney is doing right now. She's communicating to people and saying, guys, this is wrong. This isn't how we operate. This will not stand. And that's what she's doing. I don't know if it's going to work, but God bless her for trying. Somebody had to do it. LB, do you think that that yeah. thing in The New Yorker where she got to the defense secretaries to write that note, do you think she knew ahead of time what they were planning for the 6th? Do you think she knew exactly what they were up for? Oh, absolutely. The After Show is so thankful tonight to our sponsor, Helix Sleep. Please support them. I've heard it from so many people. The one thing that's changed since January is their sleep. Not waking up worrying about what the president might have done or said or tweeted makes the world of a difference. I don't think I had a good solid night's sleep in four years. And it wasn't only the president. My 10-year-old mattress, which started life as a 12-inch foam mattress, had shrunk to an 8-inch mattress. And getting out of bed was often more of a slide than a bounce. It was time for a new mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? Changing the course of a country can take a village. Changing the course of your sleep takes a quiz. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash narrative. That's the way we spell narrative, N-A-R-A-T-I-V. That's helixsleep.com slash narrative for up to $200 off and two free pillows just for you. Here's the thing to remember about Liz Cheney is that she is wired into the intelligence community, mm. wired in and the national security community. This is uh, that is an old guard. It goes back decades to her father. She knows what kind of trouble these motherfuckers are in for what they did. She absolutely understands the gravitas of it and the stakes of it. Mm -hmm. And people like Elise Stefanik do not. They do not. Neither mm -hmm. does Jim Jordan. Neither does Devin Nunez. They understand the noose that's sort of around their neck. And they know what kind of trouble they're in. And they know what they've done because they're really traitors. But it, it, it's, I, I want to say something on what Greg said before. Because this is what, it, it is a gamble that, that Liz Cheney's taking on the behalf of our democracy. I am grateful to her for taking it, no matter how cynical the whole thing may be. And that is that we're not being impatient. We're not. 
we're being prescient. The the locomotive now is a it's not the old locomotive of in terms of the news and in terms of the information and in terms of how people get dissuaded and get radicalized into this MAGA movement, which is all that Lee Stefanik is, is putting her chips in on and Jim Jordan. That's why Lise went down and took pictures with Laura Loomer when she was campaigning again. Mm-hmm. They, it's very cynical what these people are doing. They really are swimming with the Nazis and they really are swimming with the, and Loomer would freak out about that, but she's a flagrant alt writer and, and just brandishes you know, this sort of anti-Semitism. If you come at her calling that and all this, these are just horseshit propaganda. Mm-hmm. They're really bad at what they do, but they're plugged into a really effective, powerful machine, which makes it seem like to them that they know what they're doing and that they're good at what they do. It's just the efficacy of the machine. It's just the efficacy of Rupert Murdoch, and they're riding on that power. What Liz Cheney is putting a bet on, which is what my, not impatience, but my prescience is about as well, is that our Justice Department must immediately stop fucking waiting, stop with the fucking silence, immediately come out and start talking about, at least for January 6th, the indictments that have happened. Mm. People are being hauled in front of courts. We had yesterday one of the insurrectionists who's so far fucking gone that he started talking back to the judge, objecting on his own behalf. You can't come get me. You think you can kill me. You can't come kill me. They're all so emboldened from their parasympathetic part of their brain that has been to the nines by plugging themselves into this propaganda machine, this underlying architecture that's between the Fox News, the OAN, the, the Newsmax, is all the cable horseshit going on with also the the websites, the bright parts of the world. And then you have Epic Times and you have all these other digital and print pieces of shit that are just fucking foreign-owned propaganda machines and pumping shit into the discourse, shit in, into the narrative sphere for these people to keep themselves, keep their brain plugged into and keep that narrative going that we're the victims and these all full-on Nazis, people who are being hauled into jail, maybe even some of them war criminals, Getty Gallagher, are folk heroes. And we're going to, because they said, fuck you to the man, and we're all going to say, fuck you to the man and to the deep state, and we're the real patriots. It's dangerous. And we have to bring a stop to it. And the way to bring the stop to it is indictment after indictment for the real criminality that is behind all of this. And we need our Justice Department every motherfucking day to be out there like doing what Liz Cheney is doing and saying, this was a lie. This was an attack on our democracy. This is where we're at with prosecuting the people that we've already, you know, brought charges against and they're in front of and just keep you have to keep pumping the truth so you're saying it's like a public pr thing that they need to do more because they're doing a lot of the, the law Absolutely. they're doing the, but they're maybe not being communicated uh, no one knows no Nobody one fucking knows, knows. Yeah. No one knows what's happening. It's yeah. not piercing through. The press relying on the fourth estate to cover this is, uh, have we not learned oh. a goddamn thing from the fact that they're not going to fucking cover it? So Liz Cheney, with the intelligence and the national security apparatus that she has wired into in her fucking DNA <laughs> from her dad, she knows the stakes. 
She knows what's coming for these people. She knows how, what it means. She knows what volume one of that fucking Mueller report actually fucking means, mm. right? Everyone's in love it, with yeah. volume two because of all the obstruction charges in there. And it's so easy to prove all that. Volume one is where we're talking about these motherfuckers are fucking foreign agents. They are, they're owned. That's going to come out. It is going to come out. If it doesn't come out until much later, if we don't start talking about this, if we don't start really working on this, if we don't call the coup and an insurrection and insurrection and start going after the generals who planned that motherfucking thing in broad daylight in front of all of us, we have all the, we have it. We know we, they had merchandise, these fucking insurrectionists. They had fucking t-shirts. Mm. If we don't start talking about that going after that from the perspective of justice what's going to happen we're going to get within a year of an election cycle and they're going to go by some stupid fucking goddamn memo god only knows where they're pulling these fucking memos out of fucking memo i can't believe we're being rat fucked by fucking memos here's a memo that says we can't talk about any kind of ongoing investigations in an election year fuck you we're about to lose our democracy get in front of the microphone and start talking to the american people immediately well said. But this is it's such an unprecedented situation right now because it's not like there was a situation in the last four years where somebody in charge of a big investigation didn't go in front of the mic. Oh, wait, never mind. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, we oh. learned this. It's fucking uh, obvious. Like, I was going to say something about to us. We do need absolutely yeah. right. So let's just say, I just want to yeah. take a note about uh, Dick Cheney and that's what he looks like. Remember him, Darth Vader? We we didn't like him very much when he was in power. Um, still don't like him. The, the guy in the middle there, next between his daughter and, and him, is John Hanna. Do you know who John Hanna is? He's a former oh, national six, national security advisor to Dick Cheney. He was on the advisory board for a company called Wikistrat. And Wikistrat, if you remember correctly, was owned by Joel Zarmel. And in fact, it's believed that it's John Hanna introduced the Trump campaign to Joel Zarmel. So in fact, (laughs) all of this only started because of Dick Cheney's right-hand man in the national security sphere, um, introducing the Israeli social security or social media manipulation company to the Trump campaign way back when in 2015 and 20, 2016. So how's that for a little bit of a trivia? There's no way that happened without Cheney knowing that happened in 2015, 2016. You know, he's probably plugged into all of this, which means she's probably plugged into all of this from way before. And they knew what Trump was potentially going to mean if they let him go wild. Should we talk a little bit about Bill Barr? Because I don't want to talk about it later, but stunning. All this new revelation, it's not really stunning because we knew he was he was manipulating every bit of the DOJ possible. But we were right. We were right. We That's were right. what we found out. We found out we were fucking right. Again. That's right. Again. 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 But I took a lot of heat for being right about that motherfucker. I, oh, yeah? I took a lot. Oh, yeah. I had people calling me a fraud because I called out Bill fucking Barr as a propagandist, which is what he is. He's and this is here's hat. the thing. He was the no hat. He's a, I don't know. He's got a Pope's hat. On we're, I, we're still going to have to learn a lot about where he lands because he came to the department from from the Bushes. I mean, they really sent him in on sort of a secret yeah. mission, right? So the Bushes sent him well, in. And, but he's there to. I don't think you particular. can say the Bush's sentiment. I think you have to say that Kirkland Ellis. Which you particular. can say the Bush's sentiment. These law firms that I'm convinced, some of them, not all of them, but some of them, 
uh, just operate as front for <laughs> Russian intelligence services and foreign intelligence services. Yeah, sure. You know, we, we, yeah. we, they're just crawling with all this. Ben Zikowski came out from there, from there and Bill Barr knows him well and used him very effectively um, when he was head of the criminal division at the Department of Justice, which is the organized crime division. And Ben Zikowski, for everybody who doesn't remember, uh, is the former lawyer for Alpha Bank. <laughs> so just as Chris uh, Ray was the former lawyer for Gazprom, and that gets overlooked as well. But here we have Bill Barr. Speaking of people that Mueller had conversations with, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but Bill Barr went on a European adventure. That's Someone right. should have filmed that shit. Right, I don't think he was that. letting any cameras yeah. with him. On that Humpty Jumpty rolling his ass around Italy. So he goes on this European adventure. Well, he's so excited to go get to the bottom of the deep state behind the special counsel investigation and to debunk, right, the the fact that it was all set up as a as an op to get Trump. Okay, yeah. this is this is fucking propaganda, right? This is what this is. How all of these people in the world of Trump, including this Bill Barr, Humpty Dumpty character, troll, like whatever the fuck he is, this guy comes in, right? From They resurrect him. They fucking put the paddles on this motherfucker and say, okay, go in there and fucking save us, Bill Barr. Mm -hmm. Save us because we're Mueller. Oh my God, he's got us. So in goes Bill Barr. I think he even crafted his stupid ass little letter to Trump of, this is what I was in my glory oh, days. And I think this is so. what you should be doing. I bet that was like, like, he was already in there. He just had to write something up, and he loves to talk about himself. So, of course, he just wrote this whole thing up. In he goes. He gets his little confirmation hearing. He gets there, and the first thing this motherfucker's doing is seeing how he can rat-fuck the Mueller the investigation. And he came out and uh, did his little game about the Mueller report. Without oh, even read reading it. it, right? According to the judge. Yeah, you, without you even read reading it. it. Just you puts know, out you a, didn't even read it. Yeah. Probably hasn't read it yet. Pages and pages of underlying evidence. So I think what happened is he went in, he knew what it was. I think he went in, I think he saw a little bit of it and he went, I think there was real panic. I think it was like, holy fucking shit, they really do, they really fucking have this guy. We really have a Kremlin fucking, I think he knew, but I think it was the degree to which how sloppy the whole fucking thing is between Carter Page and Papa Dapa Ding Dong and this misfit character. Okay. <laughs> so off he goes after he rat fucks the Mueller report off you know Humpty Dumpty goes right rolling his ass back to Italy this is where he decides to go because he's gonna go talk to this guy Roe I think that was who he ended up talking to who was the he attorney went, he went to listen to the tapes he went to he doesn't actually went tape. to listen to the misfit tapes but yes. it was the attorney for misfit or someone someone like that that he had to go who also Mueller had interviewed quite a lot so he took that underlying evidence that's all redacted that we don't get to see shit for and he had the opportunity to see all that and he went immediately to try to fuck this whole thing up even further, right? In case it all got unredacted and people ever bothered to read it. No one can be bothered to read the unredacted version, you know, or the redacted version, let alone the unredacted. Everyone's so fucking lazy, but at least he was in there trying to usurp the evidence trail. So he, he goes- does, He takes John Durham, Durham with him, right? Like he takes the he guy- takes He takes him, yeah. So they come go with, on come an with adventure. Me. Let's listen to this evidence together. Let's be, go listen to this evidence. So they go, nothing ever came of this because it was just, a, it's a disaster. The whole goddamn thing is disaster. But I think people forget about that whole Misfood piece. And just to remind everybody who Misfood was, it was this was the one connected to 
Was he connected to Carter Page as well? This is a Russian intelligence officer no. who, who he's a knock. He's a knock for the Kremlin, basically. He ran this academy for the for diplomacy, Russia good. I don't know. <laughs> That's my name for it. Russia good academy. Was constantly grooming these young men that would become, and, and also Papadopoulos's Ukrainian, I speak Italian, don't notice my, notice my Ukrainian accent, wife, whatever her fucking name is. I got to give it to this to George What's the name? I can't remember her name. Yeah. yeah, no. But at least he got like a B or an A list. It, she wasn't a butina. She's yeah. a pretty girl. She has some skills. So whoever Ding Dong is, Papa Dapa Ding Dong, he got himself a, a nice little piece of ass there from whoever he got it from. Okay. So they're like this pair, right? They're running their craziness. They're they're crawling all over. I mean, if you just look at that Trump campaign and the early days of the Trump administration, which is what Mueller was really investigating, it's just crawling with these characters that are just cartoonish in their complete failure to obfuscate and hide the fact that they're actually working for either the Kremlin or for Israel. We know we had a lot of that going on in there to actually stick this motherfucking asset in as president. This is what it was. And so let's not forget that. Barr did that. The other thing he did was really throw bombs at the Giuliani, at the investigation into Giuliani. Hmm. He really did protect Giuliani. He didn't recuse himself. He was mentioned on that Ukrainian call, left, right, and center, by Donald, by the president. No, it's at working the time. as a team. It was when Working Donald Trump team, assigned both Barr. of them to do that job. Yeah, because he'd together. said Bill Barr, Bill Barr was on his way to fucking Italy to yeah. go thwart the whole thing. This was all, it's all of a piece. It was like everybody was doing their whole thing to try to destroy this evidence trail or to cast out or just to create the lie machine around the Mueller investigation and make that lie machine so strong and so pervasive in the right wing media paranoid conspiracy sphere that it, it would intimidate, it would justify the Justice Department not investigating any of this stuff to the American people. That's all what also is collapsing all around them. And Liz Cheney knows this. She knows it. So that's also what she's putting her. She knows what a knock is. She knows what these fucking guys are. She knows what, you know, the Carter page. No one should have a FISA warrant on me. She knows what horseshit all of that is. And it's all going to come crumbling down if the Justice Department carries through with what they need to carry through with and actually really investigating these people. Yeah. I mean, the strongest case against Barr is also Roger Stone and Michael Flynn. I mean, he just tore up those investigations and those court cases, he just tore right through them. I mean, he just made you know no legal precedence for any of that and should never have happened in the first place. And there's so much yep. obstruction of justice going on crazy that he was the attorney general. Greg? I want to just go back to Papadopoulos for a minute. This is this guy is such a cipher. He's such a nebbishy nobody. I can't even. It's Go read Volume 5, the chapter about Papadopoulos, if you want to read something funny, because you can tell that they're laughing when they're writing it, because he's such a, such a loser. He's like, practically begging to get his way into the campaign. He finally convinces one of them, I think, what's his yeah. name, Sam Clovis, to give him the, and they're like, fine, fine, All right, yeah, yeah, you can do it. And then He's already in London, and Mifsud is just ignoring him because, again, he's a loser schmuck. And as soon as they find, as he finds out that he's working for the campaign, Mifsud's like, "Oh, you're working for the campaign? Hello, hey. my boy. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh uh, yeah. Come into my office. Would you like some caviar and stoli? You know, it's, he's so obviously working for the Russians that it, it, it's comic. And we could call him right now yeah. and ask him, except that Mifsud 
has vanished. He's either dead or in hiding and has been for a couple oh, well. of years. Because Papadopoulos fucked this up so bad that not he, he, he screwed the Trump people by giving them the, the FBI the impetus to start the investigation. And he screwed Mifsud by basically blowing his cover so badly and getting him yeah. in such hot water with the Russians that he had to go underground. That's, that's how incompetent these people are. So for Barr to then go and listen to this tool bag, is he is a Russian? He, that's what he is. It's just, well, they just also they're all so bad. They're just like a motley crew of like pathetic, non, not really active in the real world spies. Well, certainly not in the modern world. They're throwbacks to the Cold War, and they're still trying to operate in a, in a oh, social media it's world. It's worse than that. I think it's worse than that. These this is a you know, look. These are just contract players but they're owned and they definitely, but contract players, I think some of these folks work for whoever, but they do gravitate towards the Kremlin above all else. They really do. And yeah, the money's good uh, over Because there. that's where the money is and yeah. the resources are. And the Russians will set you up Academy of Diplomacy, Russia, good, good, right? And right. you'll, and you'll, you'll be like a, a diplomatic professor um, and everybody will come and fucking, you know, you get to have caviar and you get to have a good life. You, know, you get to have all these boys around you. That's what Speaking got. of boys, and this is a bit of a weird segue, I, I did want to talk about something we spoke about on Tuesday's show with uh, Noel, which is this revelation that the Proud Boys have been getting funding from the Chinese diaspora and Chinese nationals in the United States. Now, the story originated from the USA Today. And this was a fundraiser, I guess, for one of the Proud Boys that was injured in one of those early December uh, insurrection rehearsals. And they raised $106,000 for this fundraiser. And 80% of it came from Chinese nationals or people with Chinese names, either in Taiwan or China or some in the United States. And it turns out that there's a conservative part of the Chinese community that feels very much of an affinity towards the Proud Boys. Maybe there's a Falun Gong kind of thing to it, but it's interesting that the money flowing into these guys is coming from China. I mean, I was just yeah. blown away by that. Are we sure about it? My, my yeah. first thing is to put my antenna up and they're really going to leave a paper trail like that if the Chinese are really funding this shit? It's not just know. any paper trail. It's like it's a website which is it specializes in Jesus Christ kind of donation. It doesn't have any surcharges. And it does allow people from China to also send their donations to anywhere around the world. There's still a couple of things on that website, actually, that they're raising money for. But one has been suspended. The one on the left here, which has helped the Proud Patriots for 2021, that's one's been suspended. So I suspect maybe that's because of the revelations in the USA Today. But this other one is here. Alan was one of the Portland um, rioters. He's got heavy legal fees and he's looking for $25,000 from the good people of this website. Uh, and people are paying up. Again, this, these are people who could be from anywhere, but in, in his case and in the original case, a lot of these are coming from Chinese nationals. Originally, you think, okay, this is just an uh, isolated thing. And that's what I thought. And then I started looking into two other things. I looked into OAN, which is the One American Network which you know, takes you way back. Which is an acronym for Anon, just so everybody knows how it, stupid this whole fucking thing is. And Onan, which, mean, which is the guy in the Bible who got in trouble for jerking himself off. So. Oh, really? Interesting. Thank you for sharing those references. Narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative.